God bless you. God bless you. Welcome to VIP Prayer Network. Y'all, I'm telling you, we got something awesome that's about to happen in these next two sessions. We're going to talk about something that is very, very vital in the time that we're living in. We're going to talk about Gen breaking generational curses. That's where we're going today. Coming out of Exodus chapter 20, verse five, it says, thou shall not bow down therefore to them, nor serve them for I am the Lord thou God. I am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children's unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Let's begin to pray. Eternal and all wise God, we thank you for another great and awesome day. God, we just ask you, dear Lord God, to just speak to our hearts as we study generational curses. When God, we decree and declare it right now that the generational curses is broken, that it is in Jesus name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that you have decided to be a part of VIP Prayer Network. Let's get ready. You ever heard people say, um, she have a mother's eyes or she has her father's hair. We all have seen how the physical characteristics of a parent's passing to their children. We may have uh, um, some say, oh, you got a big nose like your dad, or you got that great smile like your mother. Um, and then we begin to see other things. People say, oh, you tall like Aunt Susie, or you short like Aunt Betty. Oh, wow, you're light-skinned. Um, we've had people in our family that's a little bit of light on your daddy's side. These are physical traits of your ancestor. But one thing is sure, much most of our physical um, um, appearance and our physical influence is part of our inheritance. Inheritance has an influence on your ability, your, your traits, your talents, and even how you think and behave. We all know the phase, little, um, little father, I mean, um, father, like father, like son, excuse me. But do you know that it's just as true in the spiritual realm? So it is in the natural. I want to begin to talk to you about what is a generational curse. A generational curse is a cycle of iniquity iniquity that has been deposited within that family generation. And so we, uh, generational influence has the family either to bring forth blessings or to bring forth curses in your lives. Uh, understanding that this uh, reality brings the power of change, not only to our lives, but also to the family members in our lives as well. Our family is very important to God. And it is clear that he does not think merely in terms of individuals, but in terms of generations. In Matthews 1, 17, it says, so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon, there are 14 generations. And from the captivities of Babylon and to Christ, again, there are 14 generations. When God looks at us, um, 
you will also see he's looking in the family and what's going on in the family. He's well aware of what's the generational um, strongholds that have been in the family. And I want to begin to just pause for a minute to begin to talk about some generational things that I think we need to know. Adam and Eve, when Adam and Eve was in the garden, they are the first depositing um, iniquity sin into the human life. That's us. It, we're in the family. And when they sinned against God, you remember they had children. And this was the first murder that was uh, committed where Cain killed Abram. This they deposited in, they would deposit this in their generation by sinning against God. And every time we begin to sin against God, the iniquity of the generations is hard for it to be broken. Now, generational um, iniquity is curses also run from bloodline to bloodline. In Exodus 25 and 6, it says, God warns the children of Israel not to follow false gods. You should not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, I'm a jealous God. In visiting the iniquity of the fathers unto the children, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but shows mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandment. Now the word iniquity means to be bent towards a certain sin. And we see that the iniquity of our parents is carried out through the children. The scripture tells us it goes from the third to the fourth generation. So as a child is born, those things that were inherited from the grandparents, um, the great grandparents, the great, great grandparents, all of these things has been deposited. And so it is good to look at your family tree to see what has been deposited. Here are some evidence of curses based on um, um, evidence of curses that are also in the Bible. Poverty, these are curses. Um, inheritance, disease, cancer, um, leukemia, uh, divorce. If, if your family, all on the women's side, they're all divorces, and then you're finding yourself, you run the risk of you dealing with that same um, divorce. If most of the people in your family on both sides have dealt with poverty, it is hard for somebody to tell you that you're rich. Why? Because that generational curse have been deposited within you. And I want us to know today that we're going to expose the enemy and we're going to deal with some of the generational curses. I do know that in my, um, like in my mother's um, lineage, because I've done my family tree. And I'm going to tell you, when you do your family tree, you want to make sure that you talk to the older pioneers because the older pioneers know a lot. Another person that you need to talk to, if you want to find out the generational curses, always talk to that one in the family that at the cookout everybody tell them shut up don't say what's going on in the family what goes on in the family stays in the family because that person is going to begin to expose generational 
curses. Like I was saying, like in my family with my mother, um, there was so much sexual sin. So that led to fornication, adultery, and everything that was sexual. Um, that stronghold had got on me, had got on um, my two brothers, and that stronghold was hard to break to the point my mother didn't get delivered from that stronghold, and she carried that stronghold along with her. As a matter of fact, that stronghold, that generational curse, is what took her out of here because I'm, I come today to just to talk to us about that there are generational things that are going on in our family but we need to do the family tree so when I begin to do it I begin to see that there was so much sexual sin on my mother's side but on my father's side most of all of the Randolph men they went to jail and so when I begin to look at the dynamics of that because when I got saved I wanted to know what I was looking at and what was going on in the family because I was experiencing some things as a young child um, that um, I needed to know what was going on. Thank God that my uncle, he's going on to be with the Lord. He exposed a lot of things to me and a lot of curses uh, that, that was happening to me that I had no clue of what was going on. But when I began to get that information, God begins to stop breaking the chains, chain by chain. And so I want to begin to tell you if you're dealing with um, a, a curse, and it's a curse, the generation of curse, that's what it's called. If you know within the family that though all of the women are dominant and they don't keep a man most of the time this gonna jump on you if it doesn't get on you it's gonna get on the kids why because within that generation as we jump in generation from one generation to another that spirit had been in that generation and it is a fight the more the generational is and nobody break the curse the harder it is to break the curse and get rid of the curse but we serve a God that wants to break the curse and he wants to bless us like never before. Some people in their family, they have alcohol. All of their aunt, grandma drank, their daddy drank, and you're wondering why you're drinking because it's what's been deposited in the bloodline. And when you begin to understand what's been deposited in the bloodline, then you become the curse breaker to break that curse off of the family. And so I want to begin to go over a few a few um, things with us many people if not most can identify some of these symptoms that has been passed down from generations to generations how about you when you look at your family tree do you see a pattern of something that's keep reoccurring all the time do you struggle with a pacific sin or see a history of that sin in the past generations maybe you've been told that the depression or the fear that you're dealing with runs in your family or perhaps you're struggling with um, marital infidelity and and can identify a pattern of affairs and divorce going back to your grand your uh, parents and your grandparents these could be symptoms of a generational curse but here's the good news generational curse can be stopped today how by the blood of Jesus going into our Hebrews 9 22 it says according to the law almost all things are purified with God and without the shedding of the blood there is no remission of sin he 
here are two basic principles that you need to know. A generational curse comes through the bloodline. A generational curse can only be canceled by the blood of Jesus Christ. It is, it is about the blood of Jesus Christ in Romans 3, 23 and 35. It reads, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that comes by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because his forbearance, him, had left the sin committed beforehand unpunished. Now, when we begin to identify justified, justified means you could say it's been made just as if it had never been done before. What about a powerful God that will forgive you of all of the of all of the curses and uh, the things that you have done in your life, you're not judged by generational curses, but if you are repeating those generational curses and repeating that sin, um, then um, when you ask God to help you get delivered, he delivers you as if it has not been done. If you remember the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant was there, once a year on the on the Day of Atonement, the priest would begin to sprinkle the blood of the lambs, the animals, the um, blood was a barren between the curse of the law and the people of covenant. Glory to God. And we begin to see in the ninth chapter of Hebrews tells us that Jesus placed his blood on the mercy seat in heaven, not just once a year, but one time for all eternity to obtain salvation for all who Put their faith and trust in him. Today, are you going to allow, are you going to allow Jesus, amen, to set on you, amen, merge yourself in that mercy seat. We thank God for it. It is extremely important to know that we must approach Jesus' sacrifice through faith. Yes, his death on the cross paid the price and the, and the, um, the penalty for us. And so I want to go back to some things with um, generational curses and strongholds because I want you to begin to uh, do a family tree because there is iniquity that has been passed down and iniquity means perversion. There's all types of perversion that is going on in, on the land. A lady just don't go and, and just begin to start stripping and dancing. No, there's some stuff in the bloodline that Kondorable Shia that's causing her. In, in the on, when you look at the family tree, I'm going to talk about some things that is the 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 flowers on the tree. But you got to begin to deal with the root. If you're going to get rid of it, we have to deal with the root. Let's deal with sexual sin. Sexual sin. That's the trunk of the tree. With inside of that tree is lust, is fornication, is pornography, homosexuality, um, 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 be incest, sexual abuse of others, and rape. All of that 
is the flowers. But if you're going to get delivered, that, that sexual sin is what you call out. The rest of it, the lust, the, the fornication, the pornography, and all of those are the flower. But the real root problem is, is sexual sin. And when sexual sin is on a rampage, it's going through the generational. Some generations, it skip. But if it continuously keeps surfacing through the generations, how does it get through the generation? You begin to bow down to the sins of your forefather. We begin to, the thing has been deposited in the family. And so when the enemy begins to surface that up, it's looking for you to feed it so it can stay alive. Ah, glory to God. Also, when you begin to deal with the trunk of a tree, when you deal with somebody um, being possessed, that means when somebody is, 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 is uh, possessive over you, you better look for greed. That's a flower. Jealousness. That's a flower. Um, gambling with your life. That's a flower. Laziness, uh, poverty, um, in, in debt, in, uh, in, um, indebted, being indebted, thinking that you need to be indebted to them. Strains got to be attached and hoarding. All of that is dealing with a possessing, but the root problem is you're possessing that greed, you're possessing that jealousy, you're possessing that, that, that laziness. And the more you feed it, the stronger the trunk comes. And the more that the generation of feed it, the more it goes. And when it skips to another generation, it gets stronger and stronger until somebody accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Not only just that, but identify what's on your tree. And then we have on the tree of a tree when somebody that's dealing with anger issues. Let me tell you what the flowers is of anger issues. Unforgiveness, bitterness, hate, rage, just violent. People just going off. Very aggressive towards others. Revengeful and also murder. This is a anger issue. And then on the trunk of the tree, all of these things and this unforgiveness has, 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 has happened. Maybe somebody had molested you or said something wrong and you're angry. You're always angry. That's because the angry tree, um, that trunk of that tree is an anger issue. And the flowers that keep growing, the more you meditate on that, the more you feed that, the more leaves and branches it come on. And when you begin to um, feed that, the more flowers, the more bloom, the bigger it gets. And the more bigger it gets, the stronger the root stays in. But today we're going to break that. When you're on the trunk of a tree, when you're dealing with fear, then this is what happened there. Your fear of failing, your fear of man, your fear of evenness. You can't even turn the light off. Your fear of darkness, your fear of being closed in a closed place. You're afraid, um, fearful of a height. And in the long term, your fear of losing a loved one. Why? Because spirit of fear and fear when it grips you is, is just false evidence appearing real, real, uh, real. But when fear paralyzes you, many people can't go forth in jobs, can't go forth in co careers, can't go forth in a whole lot of things because this root 
got them the trunk of that tree the strongholds are so deep that some women like old in the olden days women stayed in um marriages they knew that the husband was going with the sister next door or somebody down the street but they were fearful of leaving because the husband was the breadwinner here's another one substance abuse this is the trunk of the tree so when you have substance abuse when that when that spirit is in your bloodline then you start dealing with illegal drugs you going on to prescription drugs alcohol black and miles tobacco excess caffeine food issues in terms of overeating this is all substance abuse what if that mean i'm sorry it is substance addiction you're addicted to this stuff you addicted to um overeating you addicted to overthinking you addicted to illegal drugs you are just addicted and whenever you addicted to something your will becomes stronger and when it becomes stronger you start feeding those roots and when you start feeding those roots those roots get stronger and it's hard to get rid of another trunk on the tree is rebellion rebellion towards god rebellion towards authority um stubbornness pride idolatry disobedient and lawlessness when you begin to deal with um, rebellion the bible says the rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft so you begin to start going into the occult when you start dabbling in rebellion you're not listening to god you're not listening to your leaders wives you're not listening to your husband's husband you're not listening to god and that's strong that is a strong strong spirit now it also uh, another trunk of the tree um occult environment and so it, it witchcraft and satanism and um all types of psyche and palm reading and um, fortune telling. Um, here's one we do all the time. Horoscope. What's your horoscope? Oh, I'm a Pisces. Oh, you a Pisces? Oh, are you, are you a Virgo? Oh, no. My horoscope told me today, don't mess with no Virgo. My horoscope told me that when I see a Sagittarius, that's going to be me. Oh, no. We Virgos, we don't deal with no Geminis. Ain't that right, sis? No, you are in an occult environment. Ta, Tabashaya, a cult in, in not in a, not only just a cult environment, but you're in a cult involvement. You're involved in those things. And so another one is that the covenant breaking. When a covenant is broken, that, um, which is a trunk of a tree, whenever a covenant is broken, then you break agreements, that you break contracts, you break Oh, you break promises of telling people you're going to pick them up. You just, you don't, you cannot keep your word. Why? Because you are a covenant breaker. You break covenant. You cut folks off. All of these things. And you're wondering why, what is wrong with me? Why am I doing this? It's a stronghold. You need to look in your family and see, do aunt. Oh, my grandma, she diss people. Oh, my aunt. Oh, she would diss people. Tell them stay away from me. Why? Because you're under a covenant um, that has not been broken. Another one is false religion, Eastern religion, Buddhist, um, Islam, um, Indian religion, um, legalization, which means salvation by works, Mormonism, um, Mormons, I'm sorry, cults, Jehovah Witnesses, um, 
um, the unity, faithfulness, unbelieving, and, and, and doubting others. All of these are false religions. False religion is... I take on a religion that that works better for me. That's why a lot of people have a problem with Jesus Christ because you're going to work what's best for him and what his word says, which means you have to strip off things. So if you're caught up in a false religion, you need to denounce that today. Freemason, um, Illuminati, which is one of the strongest false religions that is on the land today. You have um, circum, you have what you call a crisis um spirit what is crisis spirit when a person have a crisis spirit let me tell you what they do they're critical of others very judgmental um, um belittle others joke at the expense of them feeling good self-righteousness cold general rejection of others when you are dealing with this you have a critical spirit that means you critic you're, you're critical all the time you can't wait to bring somebody down you can't wait to to belittle somebody and that is a spirit it could be in your family you need to go in your family tree where at, at two years old grandma pulling your hair and belittled you belittled your parents in front of you all of those things that's a critical spirit and that spirit needs to be denounced today in Jesus name. Then we got the victim mentality spirit. That's um, poor me. Um, nobody loves me. Um, I'm lonely. Nobody wants to be bothered with me. I doubt if anybody loved me. Oh, I feel so unworthy. Oh, I'm just hopeless today. No. You have a victim mentality. You always cry a victim to something. And God wants to break that spirit today. And if you look at it, and it could be in your family tree. Amen. Um, grandma 100. And then the, the, uh, your dad is 65. He's still there on grandma. Why? Because he has a victim mentality. And every time she'll tell him, you need to go and get a job. Well, you know I failed in life. Well, you know I went to jail. Well, you know I can't read well. It is a victim mentality mentality and the times that we're living in people wants to stay with that spirit but you can be delivered from that spirit today there's an emotional issue that is a very stronghold where where's emotional issue you moody all the time you go to bed you got one spirit you get up you got another spirit by lunchtime you just switch to somebody else you always depressed yourself reject you you reject yourself and so you think others reject you you self-hate you don't like yourself so you turn around and say oh don't nobody um like me neither you have nightmares all the time because of the emotional issues and then when you get in the presence of people you have delusions you thought that somebody um did something behind your back or somebody's oh my heart school told me that i was going to be deceived today you have emotional issues and you can be delivered from that today let's go with uncontrollable tongue how's an uncontrollable tongue it's always slandering always lying 
always cursing. This cursing demon, I'm telling you, you curse at the drop of a dime. Ain't nobody got to pay you. You just going to, you just going to um, curse. When you got an untamed tongue, you also have um, a foul mouth, gossiping, tearing people down. Can I begin to tell you something? You can't ask people to come to the church and then you down the church. You have an uncontrolled tongue. You cannot stop what's coming out of your mouth. And now that we have social media, people not using their mouth verbal to say it, but they're texting it. But even though you're texting, it's because you have an uncontrolled tongue and what's in your mind is coming out on your fingers. Only difference is you're not using your mouth, but you're also using the members of your family. You need to be to deliver today. Mental illness, bipolar disorder, personality disorder, ADD, ADHD, MPD, DID, um, obsession, um, autism disorder, um, schizophrenic disorder. All of these things is a disruption in the family of generational curses that have came in the mind and have offset the mind. And it goes from generation to generation. And the reason why now um, is, is, is strong now and we're seeing it now because it was back there in the, in the day and time too. The difference is people hid it up under a rug. But today people have mental issues way back there in, 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 in time. They had a, a mental issue. And so Saul had a mental issue. One minute he liked David. The next minute he threw a spear and wanted to kill David. He had mental illness, schizophrenic um, tendencies that, um, that have arise from time to time. You have physical disease. Let me tell you something about that. You need to look at your family tree. Let's see what's going on in my family tree. Who on the mama side and the daddy side keep having heart disease, lung disease, cancer is running rapidly. Brother had cancer. Grandma had cancer. Granddaddy had um, cancer. Great, great granddad had child cancer and then the child had cancer. That is a generational curse that's been pronounced on your family and I decree it today and I break it in the Bashaya by the power and the anointing of God. Physical um, stomach problems, migraine, headaches. You had headaches, your aunt had headaches, um, your sister had headaches. These things are nothing but generational curses that's been around in the family and Satan doesn't try anything new. What he does, he does not want you to know that he's been operating in the bloodline for a long time. But I come today by the power of God that we are going to decree something different over our life. I want to talk for a minute about word curses. What is word curses uh, um, that, that goes on? Here, here's one. You can't do, I can't do nothing right. Well, here's the answer of what Philippians 2 and 13 says. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. So you need to get rid of that word curse. And when you keep saying that, you're making that word curse get stronger and stronger. That you can't do nothing when Philippians 2.13 says you can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. You need to get delivered from the word curse. Here's another word curse. You 
I'm just beyond help. Well, let me tell you what Hebrews 4, 16 says. Let us therefore come boldly upon the throne of grace, but we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in a time of need. So you got to get rid of you saying you just beyond help. The devil is a liar. That is a word curse. And if you keep speaking that over your family because your mama spoke that over you, then you're going to continue. Your daddy spoke that over you or your great grandma who raised you spoke that the devil is a liar. You need to be delivered today by the word curse. Let me tell you about another word curse that people keep speaking over your life that you are dumb. The devil is a liar. You need to stop decreeing that over your life. You're not dumb. Why? Because the Bible says in Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans and the thoughts that I think towards you they're good and not evil to give you an expected end and you're also made in God's image and anything that God made ain't stupid so you need to get rid of that word curse and when you keep speaking that over your life every time you do something oh you stop your tongue oh I'm dumb oh you bumped into a wall oh I'm so stupid oh I'm so dumb no you're under a word curse and today that curse needs to be broken here's another curse oh you you're ugly oh I don't have a boyfriend because I'm so ugly why what happened when you were young your mama said you're ugly then when the cousins came over they said you're ugly then when you went in high um, elementary school they said you were ugly or they said that uh, you were skinny when you got in middle school they said the same thing and the reason why the word curse have not been broken is because whatsoever a man think of so is he so when you begin to think those things you begin to internalize the family generational curse that's birthed and then it cannot be broken here is another one a word curse um you never um you nobody never listens to me nobody doesn't really understand me nobody doesn't really love me well let me tell you what Isaiah 50 and 4 says the Lord has given the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to them that is weary he walketh morning by by morning my ears to hear as I am learning. Therefore, I'm going to decree that I will listen. I can listen to the voice of God and he will give me the learning which I need. You got to break that word curse off of your life today. And I want to begin to just kind of share something uh, with you so deeply in, in my heart. When I begin to do my generational curse, I'm, um, um, tree I, I what I did is that I was like oh my goodness all this stuff ha happened in my family most of the women and by family on my mother's side was prostitute. That's the house I came out of, prostituted. I love to dance, but I was wondering why I was so caught up in all these different types of, of, of sexual sins. On my show next week, we're really going to get into something because I got a, a, a great treat for you. I'm going to show and um, talk to you about it in just a few minutes. So as I begin um, to get saved and then on my the Randolph side of the family, the men, uh, most of them went to jail. The women were is very strong and stern. And as I began to look at the family 
tree, I began to see those patterns running on my mama's side, running on my daddy's side, and I did not want that curse. I wanted that thing to be broken in me so that I could retrain my children. Because let me tell you something about what a generational curse, a generational curse, when it comes, it, it, it can, it, it doesn't change your DNA, but it can change your mindset that all of the sin that's in the family, you begin to start picking it up. The devil begins to start surfing it to you and he start enticing you with it for you to eat. He doesn't give anything different because it's been working in the bloodline. Are you hearing me today? And so what we got to do, we got to break the generational curse. So I, I couldn't get most of the information I did get most of the information before my uncle passed. He told me about my family tree, the, 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 um, you know, the sexual sin. And, and I grew up in a prostitution house. And so, um, I used to, at six years old, I used to dance for the money. And so I was wondering why I was so enticed to either going into being a, um, a call girl, I have my own center, I have my own my own girls. I won't do that cheap stuff that my grandma and them doing. We coming in limousines and furs, okay, with just our chokers on. I had those images in my mind that when I got old, I was going to do that. And I was going to have my club and had the poles coming down and money and everybody flapping. I'm going to get my girls, okay. And then I, I'll, be a, I'll be a female pimp if I got to slap them to get my money. Why? Because that's the, the stuff that was in my my family. My mama was caught up in it. My aunts were caught up in it. My two aunts and my mother, that stronghold from my, from my granddaddy and my grandmother who ran a prostitution house and my granddaddy was molesting his own daughters. But when he tried that mess with me, it did not work. Why? Because I was too mean. And I already said, if anybody tried to rape me and I already knew what I was going to do to them. Why? My environment was conditioning me for the generational curses that was going on. But when my uncle began to tell me the generational curse, this is now I'm accelerating because I'm saying I went on my daddy's side and I begin to see all of where my mama's side was everybody exposed, everybody could see it. But on the Randolph side, there was a lot of dark hidden stuff that people did not talk about because they had that mindset. What goes on in the family stays in the family. But when I begin to get with my grandmother, my grandmother started telling me, I said, grandma, I'm saved now. I need to know what's going on. Tell me about my daddy. Tell me about my uncles. Tell me about my aunts. Tell me what went on with their children and what went on with them children. And why isn't we we go to a cookout. Um, some of my daddy's um, um, brothers and, and sisters, they look at us strange. What, what's going on? And, and see, these things are generational curses that if they're not broken, you will follow the protocol of the generational curses that have been set in the family. And I had decided that I was not going to live like both of them. I had gave, came and took contact with Jesus Christ. And so when I began to do that, you got to, I put, did a family tree. Listen to what I'm 
I'm saying? Don't listen to everything your mom is telling you and everything your dad is telling you. Mom is saying, well, the, the, on the daddy's side, they won't hit no nothing. Hey, it's something on that side too. But when you begin to do the, the um, family tree, put grandma, granddaddy, great grandma, as far as you can go back. Get as much information as you can. Put a little circle around it and then start putting the generational curses and you're going to see through looking at that, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to start showing you the curses that's been going on in the family. Now you got information, right? Now you can get to prayer. That's why we are VIP, Victory in Prayer Network. Now I'm taking this, this, this paper that, and I'm looking at this generational curse. I'm looking at what's in my DNA and I'm going to break it by the power and the anointing of God. And how do I do that? I begin to decree and I begin to deny announce every curse that got tied, that went on in my family. I begin to do, 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 denounce homosexuality, lesbianism, all of that stuff, orgies, all of that stuff. I had to start denouncing that generational curse, spirit of murder on, on, on my daddy's side because my dad killed my mom and all of that that was going on. And I was wondering why in my mind, I'm always thinking about killing somebody. You do something to me, I'm coming to your house. And not only when I came to your house, I had it in my mind. Didn't know at the time why that was in my mind, why it was in the generational curse it was offered to me and it was up to me to allow to serve my mind to carry out the sentence which is called iniquity and iniquity is nothing but sin and so I want to decree to you today and um that you can be broken it can be broken by the power of Jesus Christ and so I what I want you to do is do that family tree I want you to be honest I want you to talk to family members and, and if you're going to have in your family member people that is going to make them uncomfortable especially if you dealt with incest you're going to begin to see that the person that you talk to it could be your mom it could be your dad that have been molested and they don't want to talk about it because they've been told to sweep it up under the rug but I tell you today when you begin to deal with those generational curses and bring it before God God can break it just like a chain God begin to start breaking those chains off of my life and as it start breaking those chains off of my life I was able to see them generational curses coming to my kids and now I'm beginning to see those generational curses coming in my grandkids now I have to do a different family tree because out of my daughter and out of my sons and them they have connected with whoever they connected with and they have babies with them so now I got to find out what's in that tree so when the apple start falling I can begin to decree and I can begin to declare and denounce it and that's what I want you to do today and before I begin to pray everything that I talked about I'm telling you get the word of God do that family tree and watch God show you some stuff and you're going to understand why I'm like that. You ever been with somebody say, oh, you act just like Aunt Jane. Oh, what do you mean? I don't know nothing about no Aunt Jane. Boy, she was the same way you was. Okay, you're telling me something. That's information I need to know. I need to have a conversation with you. What is it that I do like Aunt Jane? Because I want to know what Aunt Jane did because the devil is a liar. He's not bringing that spirit to me. I'm going to break it and I'm going to break it in prayer. So before I begin to um, close up and begin to pray, I told y'all last week that I had a secret. Well, next week, I'm so excited. We're going to have Apostle Angela 
balance. This whole set is going to change. Amen. And we're going to have a, 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 a talk show that we're going to sit down and we're going to do discussion. So here, this is your homework. This is what you have to do when you do the family tree. I want you to go on Facebook with VIP Prayer Network, or you can go to Dr. Lori McKinney. I want you to inbox me what questions you want to ask about generational curses. This is going to help us get ready for the show. If you um, want to email me, you can go L-O-R-I-M-C-K-E-N-N-Y. 9007 at gmail.com. That's L O R I M C K E N N Y 9007 at gmail.com. Come on, go on Facebook, go and inbox me and say, Hey, I want to ask this question at the live discussion. And I'm telling you, we are ready. We're going to discuss some things. We're going to expose some stuff, the generational stuff that's in our family. And I wanted to get a woman of God that did not mind exposing. And I believe that the body of Christ will be healed if we begin to allow God to use us to help others get delivered. Well, that mandate is on my life. So I must go and, and help others get free as God had freed me. And so go ahead, put it, you can go to VIP Prayer Network or you can go to um, Dr. Lori McKinney, drop your questions in there. And I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be powerful. Get your coffee, get your soda, get your potato chips, cause it's gonna be a live discussion like never before. I want you to go on Facebook and I would like for you to follow VIP Prayer Network. If you're needing prayer, you can message us. We're getting ready to do something great great. Our website is about to go back up. Got some great products um, on the set. The next show, you'll begin to see some products um, that will be there that you would need that's going to help you on your journey. I'm telling you, God is doing something great. I want to ask you and I want to invite you to be a sponsor of VIP Prayer Network. It helps me with the um, airtime. I'm looking at going and um, and beginning to open up um, with some more broadcasts so that I can get this word worldwide. God has a mandate on my life to preach the gospel in season and out of season. And I am in the season and I am in the time where the gospel of Jesus Christ must go around the world. And you can help me with that by being a sponsor. $50 a month will help me with that. Well, you say, I don't have $50 a month. Whatever seed that you have, I want you to cash out um, dollar sign Lori McKinney. That's dollar sign L-O-R-I-M-C-K-E-N-N-E-Y. And then what I want you to do is put in there sponsor. Let me tell you what's going to be in your sponsorship. Every time I take conferences that come out, workshops that come out, your name will be on our bags. Your name will be broadcast on the radio. I mean, the radio, we're going on the radio as well. TV broadcasts we're looking at as well. Every time that happens, your name is constantly being circled. What is happening with that? Your name is going in the atmosphere. That's free advertisement for you. But I want to thank you for my um, sponsor that I have. And that 
is Paul General Repair. Go on his um, Facebook, Paul General Repair. He said his motto is let me do your honeydew list. The things that you don't have time. People are so busy. They don't have time to do the little tedious thing. Well, Paul General Repairs will take care of that. I want you to go on Facebook or you can also inbox me and say, hey, I have a heating problem. Or if it was summertime, I have an ace. Um, AC problem. He is HVAC certified. He also does residential and commercial properties. I'm telling you, that is awesome for the man of God to, to believe in the work of what God is doing. Hey, I want to tell you, God doing something great at VIP Prayer Network with Dr. Lori McKinney. And I also want to thank you for taking this time to be with me. There's so many things that you could do, but you say, hey, I am going to listen because God has put something in my belly. Amen for the people. I want to begin to pray um, for you right now. Eternal Shia. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we pray right now by the power in the anointing of God. We decree, God, that by your stripes, God, that we are healed, dear Lord God. Nothing, no weapon that form against us shall prosper. And every tongue that try to rise up against us, it shall be condemned. We break every dig and decree, God, and we break first every generational curse in the name of Jesus that has been spoken over the people lies. Every word curse, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Every generational curse, the devil is a liar. We denounce alcohol. We denounce a cult. We denounce anger issues. We denounce every sexual sin by the power by the power and the anointing of God. We denounce every critical spirit, everything that is not like you, God. We denounce it. Every Ouija board, every horoscope, God, that we have entertained in our lives, God. We pray right now, God, first we want to ask you to forgive us, dear Lord God, in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God. Now, God, we decree, God, that the curse have been broken, that the devil is a liar, God. In Jesus' name, it will not come to my generation. It will not come to my grandkids. It will not come to my grandkids' grandkids because my eyes and my psyche have been opened to the word of God. And if God be for us, he could be against us, God. Bless the people of God today. We bind the spirit of incest that people have been dealing with God. And now God, in Jesus' name, use us like never before to set the captive free. We thank you, God, and we glorify you that it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, we got some great shows that are coming up. We got somebody that's going to be coming up talking about how they have been, um, they have been dealing with incest in the family. I got a powerful woman of God that's coming up. How she was sold into sex trafficking by a friend. Ooh, Jesus. We're going to deal with some great things and God is doing something. I have a mental health um, um, session that'll be coming up. Um, I'm in school now to be a mental health coach and God is doing some great and some awesome things through VIP Prayer Network. Hey, go on Facebook and follow us. Leave me a comment. This will help me along the way. If you even got some suggestions, drop it in the Dr. Lori McKinney or VIP Prayer Network. Hey, again,
again, come on and be a sponsor because God is doing some great things. Again, thank you so much. Be up here next week. We will be doing live discussions. Come on, inbox me and VIP Prayer Network, Dr. Lori McKinney, the things about the generational curse that you have questions about. Watch what God is doing. We got Apostle Angela Billings, powerful woman of God, packed and ready for prophets, generational curses that we both have dealt with. And we're going to deal with some great things. I love you. Thank you so much for being part of VIP Prayer Network. God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.